This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. has blessed us and he's brought us from one degree of grace to the next. Amen. I, I don't want to wear out your patience tonight, but there is a word on this first night of the watch from the Lord. For those who have your weapons tonight, I want you to return to that 34th song. I love how God lines things up. And he's already lined it up tonight. I like that if your custom is to stand, stand in reverence for the, re the reading of the word of the Lord. Amen. That 31st, or 34th song says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And that third verse, where I want to park a little bit tonight, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Dr. Ben, that felt so good. I want to say it one more time. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together for a few minutes. I won't wear out your patience tonight because I know we got to get out of here. But I want to preach from a subject on this first night of the Revival Watch. A prescription for praise. A prescription for a praise. You and I are aware that the praise of God in David's view must be a continuous reality. And that's why David underscores the experience of his life with the words, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. David, David, he insists that in spite of and despite of the difficulties and dangers in his life. His experience of God has given him something to brag about. Mm -hmm. uh, when the words of this text were written, no doubt David was going through something. He was feeling down and depressed. He was feeling unkept. His clothing is dirty. He's stinking from the journey. Y'all pray with me tonight. His armor is dented and damaged from the rigors of the battle. And yet in spite of it all, David huh, does some bragging. David says, my soul, hear me tonight, church, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. And if that's not enough, David, David then dramatizes, if you will, this parable of praise when he realizes that somebody else can benefit from his spiritual experience because every time that, 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 that you give him praise, somebody is drawn closer to the Lord because of what he does and because of what? He says, and that somebody else gains spiritual benefit by being, amen, in the same place so long as they get a contact high from the Holy Ghost. I pray tonight that somebody gets a contact high of the Holy Ghost. And that's the reason for the praise. David says, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul 
makes her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of and be glad. And then, amen. However, and, and then whenever, let me say it this way, he concludes this preamble of praise. He adds into it an exclamation point for this first night of the revival. He says, amen. Uh, 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 oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. My brothers and my sisters, the more I look at it, the more I look at it, the more it appears in this text that David is not only trying to show us, amen, the why of praise, but also the how of our praise. And when you think about it, it's not hard to, to understand. David is simply saying that praise is designed to magnify and not minimize. It's right there in those first two words. Oh, magnify. I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to understand or imagine how one goes through the process. Y'all, excuse me. Mm. That's old school. Of magnifying God, Dr. Benton. The old preachers tried to describe it when they said this is the God that breathed, amen, worlds into existence and created the universe with his word. How, how do you magnify that? This is the God that set the sun in its socket and crowned the moon as the queen of the night. How do you magnify that? Oh, this is the God, amen, who created the heavens with the work of his fingers and scooped out the valleys with his footsteps and manufactured the mountains with his will and sped out the seven seas in a matter of a second of time. How do you magnify that? This is the God, church, amen, that taught the rivers to run, the, the, the brooks to babble, and put the green in the grass. The God that put the wet in the water Amen. That kind of God. How do you magnify that? Well, I'm glad you asked tonight because I've discovered that the process of magnification has nothing to do with that which is being magnified, but it has everything to do with the one who participates in the magnification process. Let me help somebody with that tonight. You see, I've discovered, church, that whatever I look at through the magnifying glass does not change or alter the dimensions of that object that is being magnified. No, it doesn't change it. Somebody still didn't get it. Listen, listen, listen. I don't care how long you look at it. I don't care how long you look at something through a magnifying glass. You can't change what it is because it is what it is. But what changes is your perception. What changes is your understanding. What changes is your appreciation for that that is being magnified. Yes, when I magnify, I can see better. When I magnify, I can understand better. When I magnify, I've got a deeper understanding and appreciation for how he does what he does in my life. And that's why, amen, I understand what David was saying, that all magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together and that's how it is with the Lord when I magnify the Lord church I can't change the Lord amen he ain't gonna get no gooder than he already is 
Amen. Uh, 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 I can't change him because the book of Hebrews says he is God. He changes not. I can't change him because he is God Almighty. But what changes is my perception. What changes is my perception of his priority in my life. What changes my understanding of the power that is, amen, inherent in life. I stopped by to tell somebody tonight on again on this first night of the wash that when you magnify the Lord, amen, you will soon come to realize that whatever it is that happens in your life, it doesn't happen because of chance. Y'all stay with me, amen, I'm almost there. Mm -hmm. What happens in your life doesn't happen because you were in the right place at the right time. Don't, 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 don't fool yourself tonight. It doesn't happen because of the degrees you have on your wall. What happens in your life doesn't happen because you've got analytical powers and, and you can peer into the future. Doesn't happen, preachers, because you have on a, 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 a airbrush anointing. That, that doesn't happen. Amen. Because you can call the psychic hotline. Doesn't happen because of Biden or the government. It's not because of good luck or good fortune. Whatever happens in your life tonight, it happens because there's somebody bigger. There's somebody higher. It happens because there is a God that still sits high and looks low. And whatever and whenever you magnify the Lord, you will discover, amen, that, 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 that whatever else you think, God did it. God did it. That house you live in tonight, God did it. That car you drive tonight, God did it. That apartment you live in, God did it. Amen. That job that you don't like to go to, still, God did it. That salary that you make, God did it. The achievement, amen, and the promotions you receive, God did it. My Bible says promotion is of the Lord. God did it. And all that David wants me and you to understand tonight is to stop looking, amen, at God through human eyes. But stop, and stop looking at God through human lenses. Stop looking at God through lenses that minimize and make God less than God. Many of us need to look at God another way tonight. Mm -hmm. He's not just our father. He is there, but he's not just our father. He's not just our friend. He's not just our provider and protector. But he's the only true Dr. Ben and living God. He's the only true and living God, the creator of everything. And he's worthy of your praise tonight. And David says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And if you don't understand the logic of my thoughts tonight, all I'm trying to say is that authentic praise finds its real meaning when there's praying power, when there's preaching power, and when there's shouting power in the midst of a worshiping community. So David not only insists, Amen. That my praise must magnify God. But it also it underscores the fact that it must be a, a product of my problems. Good God Almighty. My praise is a product of my problems. Deliver me from a, a Christian who ain't never got no problems. When you find that brother or sister, you better run 
the other way. Amen. Because he or she going to be your next problem. You see, many of us can praise him in the sunshine. But we can't open our mouths when the storms of life come. But when you read the context in which this psalm was written, you'll find that David wasn't sitting on a bed of roses. David had been in trouble. He was in the hands of a pagan king, king by the name of Achish. Amen. And he'd been forced to flee from his own country, which he had, amen, uh, which, which made the place he was too hot for him to handle. And all that was set up by the rage of King Saul. And David had to seek shelter in the land of the Philistines. David, amen, was, was trying to hide. But you know how it is when you try to hide? Word, word got out. Tell our folks at Union all the time, be careful how you walk. Because just when you think you're hiding, somebody's peeping around the corner. So, 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 so what did David do? David act like he was crazy. David came before the king and act like he was crazy. So that he would be treated as a spy or a dangerous man and they would just let him go away. The Bible lets us know that David, out of that experience, out of trouble, gave God praise. I don't know I'm talking to tonight, but somebody's sitting there looking at me right now. Oh, yeah, you walked in and you, amen, you got your fan and all that stuff, but the reality is you in trouble. I said this to our church Sunday about storms. Either you're in one right now, you're coming out of one, or you're about to go in to one. So, 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 so I like what Pastor said tonight about the prayer by our deacon. This prayer is for here. This word is for this house tonight. This word is for this house tonight. If you're in trouble, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I, I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed to admit, amen, that I've had in my life some problems. Not only, amen, that I know that if I keep on living, I'm still going to have some problems. Is there anybody else in here who knows anything about problems? Amen. Do you know that I found out? Amen. You ain't got to go looking for problems. Because problems have a way. Not, 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 I'm almost there, but not yet. Problems have a way. Oh, we're going to get some information before we get to the celebration. Problems have a way of finding you. And yes, as soon as you get rid of one problem, something else pops up. As the old folks used to say, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Is there anybody here who knows what I'm talking about? If it's not your money, it's your marriage. If it's not your marriage, it's your children. If it's not your children acting a fool, it's your grand children. If it's not your job, amen, it's your boss. If it's not your finances, it's your health. If it's not the ushers, it's the choir. If it's not the preacher, it's the deacon. If your car is running right, then your roof, your roof springs a leak. You get a little money in your pocket around tax time. And another bill that you weren't even thinking about comes in. Because if it ain't one thing, 
good God Almighty, it's another. And that's why we ought to rejoice with David tonight to understand that in that 34th Psalm, the meaning is in all things. I don't care how bad it gets. I've got to give God the praise. If you think you had some problems, then look at Brother David. David had some problems, church. Just look at his record. Goliath, Saul, Bathsheba, sisters, Uriah, Nathan, Absalom, and then Tamar. David had incest in his house. He had murder in his house. He had some problems, but the thing I love about David is that although he had problems after problems, that same David, amen, stands on the platform of history and dares to proclaim, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. How many of you tonight are going through something? But the real question is, can you bless God? Anyhow. Come what may? Anyhow. No matter how dark the night? Anyhow. Poverty and plenty? Anyhow. Forgotten and forsaken? Anyhow. My brothers and sisters, I try to close this little message. I found out that problems will draw you closer or move you further from the Lord. I've also found out for myself, if you keep the Lord at the forefront of your life, you will discover that your burdens can be your blessings. Your heartaches, amen, will become the source of your hallelujahs. Your grief will lead to your glory. Oh, magnify the Lord tonight with me. And let us exalt his name together. Oh, and I, I don't know about you, but I thank God for what he's done for me. And I ain't got to wait on the Hammond B3 to pump me up. Because when I think about the goodness, hallelujah. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, uh, my soul screams. It doesn't just cry out, but my soul screamed. When I was sick, couldn't get well, he showed up. When I didn't have no money in my... Y'all sit down. Y'all making me nervous. Y'all making me nervous. What's the prescription for a praise? If you don't hear nothing else I say tonight, I want you to hear this. What's the prescription for a praise? I'm glad you asked. And we're going to get ready to get out of here. The prescription is our problems, our heartaches, our pain, plus Jesus. Let, let, let me give that to you again. Amen. Our problems, our heartaches, our pain. Plus Jesus equals praise. And somebody looking at me right now, you're, you're going through. You've been holding on by three. And you can't seem to see the other side. Amen. Your back is against the wall. But I stopped by to tell you tonight that that crease between the wall and your back, he's right there. He's right there in the midst of your situation. Well, I gave you the prescription. Uh -huh. 
I gave you the prescription. So what are you waiting for tonight? I think I'm ready now. My God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I don't know how it works. I don't know how he does what he does. Quite frankly, Dr. Ben, I'm tired of trying to figure it out. Because while I'm trying to figure it out, he's already worked it out. Hallelujah. But the God I serve, he specializes. Amen. He specializes in taking your feet out of the miry muck and the clay. He specializes in being a friend when you don't have a friend. The God I serve specializes in bringing down mountains and molehills that, that, that move in your life. Somebody knows he's a way maker. He's a hot fixer. He's a my regulator. Y'all know him, don't you? He's God all by himself. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. He's a doctor who never lost a patient. He's a lawyer who never lost a case. He's mama's bridge over troubled water. He's grandma's walking stick. He's grandpa's leaning scheme. He's everything to me. I don't know about you tonight, but more than all that, amen, he died. He died for me and for you. And I don't know about you tonight. I don't care what happens in your life. Magnify him. Stop minimizing him. And see God for who he truly, truly is. You ought to grab somebody tonight and say, oh, magnify Tell that person next to you, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.